1: Second? Uh, sure, I live for it. So listen, man, there's a reason why everybody in this building walks around here and they say, Hey, Certified. What's up, Certified? Yeah. Can I take a picture with you, Certified? Yeah. Can I have your autograph certified? Oh. I'm the best. I wasn't aware of that. I should be the OVW Heavyweight Champion. You should. But you don't see it yet. I so don't. that's fine. That's fine. You and everybody watching worldwide right. is going to see exactly what being certified is all about. And I hope so. You can bank on it. Thank you. Apparently being certified means I can bank on it.
2: (laughs) Joining us on the Cultaholic Wrestling News Podcast right now, um, my guest who threw himself into the world of wrestling during the COVID pandemic, but somehow, some way, four years, two titles, several viral Netflix moments later, he is on the verge of the biggest match of his very young career. He has to be certified.
1: It's Luke Curtis. Luke, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Tom? Good to talk to you. Good to be on Cultaholic. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me, man.
2: It's an honour, matey. We we first, the world first properly got a glimpse of you uh, through the power of Netflix and the series Wrestlers, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Let's talk about what's happening right now, just off winning the OVW Nightmare Rumble. Challenging EC3 for the NWA world's title. Has that set in yet, Luke?
1: Um, <clears throat> so uh, there's so many things to this right now because you know, we're talking professional wrestling, um, we're talking big world title match, a lot of business being done here. Um, yeah, it's it's set in a few times already. I think over the past few days, um, as I was speaking to Layla and we were talking about it, it really hit me that this is, you know, the biggest opportunity in my career. Um, there's a lot of moments where I personally, based on when I got in the business, my age, you know, just I, I always had very, very high expectations for myself. But the more that I learned about wrestling and professional wrestling and how this kind of works, um, the NWA title is something that I never would b- even begin to think I'd touch in my career. You know, put hands on, um, have an opportunity for that title. Now. EC3 has beaten a lot of guys already in defense of this title. I'm sure a lot of people think that this is just run of the mill like everything else, like it ain't going to happen or whatever it is. But the difference is, is that right now, OVW is the midst of doing some really, really great things. Um we're different than a company like AEW or WWE in the respect that we can keep things under wraps a lot more. You can tell a group of OVW talent, hey, don't say anything. And it's probably not going to get said for the most part because we have a respect for each other right now that a lot of other people don't have. And that's why we've been able to do great business. So, I'm not telling you that I'm winning the NWA World Championship, but I'm not telling you I'm losing the NWA World <laughs> Championship either. And a lot of guys have already lost to EC3 for that title. So I get that it's a big opportunity, but I'm not, I don't, I don't, I've never wanted to be like everybody else. I never want to be the guy that lost like all the other guys. I want to be the guy that wins the NWA Worlds title. Granted, granted, with all that being said, EC three has been a mentor to me um you know he's the leader of the of uh, the overmen um he's helped bless me in a lot of ways in this business just by helping me get over talking for me um cutting promos with me so I am not a 100% sure yet what I'm gonna do in that match or how that is gonna happen because I have a lot of respect for him and yeah there's there's just I'm not sure yet I can't I'm not gonna say what I want to do because at the end of the day I'm not gonna give him any more information than what he already needs there's a lot of there's
2: a lot of elements to this isn't there there's a lot of things at play it's not just as simple as a world title match
1: exactly exactly and that that's layman's terms there you go you put it put it in short form
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh obviously EC3 is someone that has taken you under his wing and Mm -hmm. we've seen EC3 really become a locker room leader with the national wrestling alliance as nwa world's champion and now he's making more appearances uh in the davis arena what's ec3's impact on the ovw locker room been like
1: so it's been very similar um i would say that ec3 um respect to him for being able to kind of um reinvent himself in a way and and start to get back over and now he's making more waves than ever he's the nwa world's champion like you said he's making appearances all over defending the title and at ovw specifically you know when the netflix show came out ec3 um he was really the first guy to like jump on board and be like hey i want to be a part of this um what can i do to come in ec3 has done a lot of business for ovw you know he he's he's really like come in there and and he's done the right thing and having guys like you know al snow doug basham ec3 um guys that have been to WWE before and have they have a different type of training, a different type of knowledge, a different understanding. <clears throat> and OV, OVW was beginning to thrive as a small group of unsigned talent. But when you influx like an EC3 or a Mickey James or a Mick Foley, and these guys are now feeding more information to us and we actually listen, we're actually gonna try to do what these people say because we respect them. You know, it it just elevates the brand, you know, EC3 comes in and very much so every once in a while. It's not all the time, but, you know, at our initial meetings or whatever we do, you know, EC3, you know, he, he'll he have words to say and he'll speak to the group. And, and a lot of the times he has some very, very insightful stuff that the people walk away with and they're always like, you know, it's good that he's here.
2: Like you say, you've got the likes of obviously Mickey James, who has just joined your company on a on a full time basis. Mick Foley uh, was there just recently as well. It's a really exciting time for OVW, and I know you owe OVW a lot in your life as well. You upsticks from Florida uh, to Kentucky with uh, with Layla to to pursue yes. the dream. What was the moment when you visited OVW that you realized we've we got to we got to move here? We got to move everything here.
1: The very first time. And Layla can attest to that because there's so many things that was going on in our career at the moment. Okay. So let me get into it with you. So, you know, Layla, we had probably been in the, we had been in the business for one year working. We trained for a year, but now we had been on the show. I mean, we had been on the road for a year as, you know, independent wrestlers hitting all these independent shows. I think I did like 75 independent shows in our first year, Layla and I traveling around and, I was learning a lot of bad habits. The thing was, you know, Layla was already starting to get over. I think QT may have reached out to her and already booked her on some dark. So she was already getting in the AW dark rotation and she's a beautiful girl. She's done modeling. She's so many things beyond wrestling, you know? So she's always sold very well at signings. She sells better than 95% of the sign girls. The men, they don't even stand a chance. Layla sells, bro. So like she was already getting flown out to do her bookings or we were traveling we'd drive together we got a dog so we'd all go together and we do stuff you know so um we have been trying to come to an o trying to come to ovw for a year Layla's already getting her bookings over here she's getting flown out i'm getting all these little shitty independent shows you know i'm trying to tag along as much as i can but you know it's it's just not working out that well i'm not getting aw dark i'm not getting anything like that you know so I'm I'm changing my character at that time because when I started with my trainer, my, my initial trainer gave me a shitty character. That's a whole nother story. So we had been trying to get to an OVW for a year. It wasn't really working out. We finally came in, I think like a few weeks after the nightmare rumble, that would be like two years ago. And um, I came in and I, and I got very fortunate. A lot of guys that come to AEW now, they don't get, on, I mean, OVW, they don't necessarily get on TV right away. Um, they have to do some dark matches or, you know, I got lucky because they needed somebody. I, when I got to OVW, like it, it was coming up, but it was like not the same. You know, there were still 50 fucking fans in the crowd, bro. You know, like it was it was low. So like, you know, I'm coming in. They need a guy to like uh, they have me as a baby face. I suck then, you know, and I wrestled like for a title match for the Rush Championship, the one that I ended up winning four times. So like I wrestled this guy star Rider for it. I beat him in the match and um, I get to have another match with them that night. So I get two matches that night and I rush. I won that rush title four times granted. So I have this, this little small angle with star writer and this guy, Gustavo, he works with NWA. Now they're feuding over the title. I come in, you know, I'm a piece in that story. So when we, right before we left, I, right before we left the locker room, they were telling me like, listen, man, you should come out here. They'll use you. We need guys, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I had not really fit in in locker rooms like that up until that point. That's just my opinion on it. I feel like because of the way that I dress, because of the way that I look, I just get heat like initially like if I come in a locker room full of wrestlers the first thing they always do is look at me they're like who the fuck is the guy in the suit with the jewelry on thinking that he's better than everybody number one I don't care if it's WWE I don't care if it's AW I don't care if it's fucking um, uh, uh, TNA I don't care if it's OVW the first time that I walk in places people get uncomfortable because I'm not relatable like that they're like oh shit I just have that type of energy. So when I got to OVW and they were like, bro, please come here. You can be a part of this. I have felt welcomed. And that's really why I came to OVW. And I tell Star Rider till this day, you're the reason that I'm here, bro. And that's not the only, that's not the only reason. So I jump in the car with Layla. We're driving all the way back to to Miami. We had just done our first OVW show. And I told her, we need to move to Kentucky. And I told her, you know, you're like, you're getting all these opportunities right now. You're getting flown out for work. You can do this from anywhere. You know, I don't have shit. You know, this is like it, to me because when I got in the OVW ring and the refs started talking to me, the refs started saying, "Hey, man, two minutes left. Um, uh, so keep stay in that hold. Um, put more put more steam on him." In the ring, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, I got Al Snow fucking giving me direction as I'm doing it you know like this is what it's supposed to be this is why a company like wwe thrives because of the training because this is it's the same concept ovw is exactly the same as wwe it's just this big and wwe is this big you know that's the only difference so like al has been there and he runs it just like that so the refs are mic'd up they're giving me feedback on the match the locker room wants me to be there. This is television. Like it's a small television, especially at that point. But I'm like, this is TV. I need to be a part of this. This is my WWE for now, you know? And, and, and I told Layla that. And at the end of the day, it's funny because I told Layla, like, I need this, you know, like I need this. And she was like, she's always been like, let's do it. But she needed it too because she was a job girl her first year and when she came to OVW, I'll put the title on her almost instantly. She cried. She's like, I- I'm not ready for this. You know, he made her into a star and she started getting booked differently on independent shows, started winning. And then she got signed, you know, and it's like both of us, like, I, you know, I thought I really needed another time, but her as well. So that's the story of how we got to OVW. And the first time I went, I went up there, I said, we need to move. The second time we looked at apartments. The third time I was bringing my shit. You know, wow
2: so. such a quick yeah. turnaround
1: yep yeah and then it, boom netflix was start. it was like about to start i didn't even know we didn't even know we had no idea they didn't tell us you know they weren't telling nobody hey bro we're gonna be doing a netflix show like they weren't gonna tell like no extra people that so and and i don't
2: think anybody truly maximized their minutes on that netflix show quite like you um, <laughs> the, uh and and you know the bits that we're gonna talk about uh-huh. like, i watched the i watched the show with with my good lady she's not a wrestling fan and you popped up you did you did your thing in the in al snow's office uh that you yeah. listen to the podcast you've heard and uh, alex my partner went well he's interesting <laughs> as, a, as a non-wrestling fan that is quite the statement to make you then I went agree. on to you got abused in the in the car park by kids and you, yeah. proposed, you proposed to Layla as well. Like you you yep. got, no yep. one had the minute, minutes maximized like you did, sir.
1: Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I knew those moments. I was hoping that those were going to be there, especially the promo with Al and the engagement, you know, because there's a lot of things that weren't in there. You know, they were in our house multiple times. They didn't really show them in our, like in our home, like doing stuff like that, which is fine. They only have so much time, you know, but um. Yeah, I mean that promo with Al, um, Layla and I were just talking about that the other day. I feel like that really uh it, it's crazy because like that that helped change there's so many things. Tom, I could sit here and talk to you for an hour about one promo. I'm telling you, because there's so <laughs> many little details, little intricacies. And like even I won that fucking nightmare rumble because of <laughs> that goddamn promo. I'm I'm wrestling for the NWA world's championship because of that goddamn promo. I told Al snow, you can bank on it. He banked on it, bro. He banked on it till this day. I told him I wanted to be the heavyweight champion. He said, I don't know. You could be like the cruiserweight champion. I was like, I'll take it, <laughs> you know, but yeah, man. I mean, you know, Doug Basham, that's our head trainer. You know, Doug is so smooth in the ring. Al is really more of a of a of a mental trainer for us. You know, I told people all the time, Al Snow's never taught me a wrestling move. You know, he only taught me how to be more Luke Curtis. That's it. You know, he only taught me how to be more myself. Every time I go to the ring, I just try to be more certified. That's my job. My job is to be certified, it's not to be some good fucking wrestler. So, you know, Doug told me to cut that promo with Al. Took me to the gym, helped me get everything together. I didn't even have that gimmick then. That's really the first time I put on some really nice clothes like that and like jewelry and like glasses, like looking like Pitbull fucking walking in Al's office. And I was like, yeah, like um, it was just a big moment for me. And that helped really set the course for how I was going to be at OVW. That was when Al Snow said in his mind, like, oh yeah, like he's going to be something if I can, if I can get this together. You know.
2: So you're, you're just outside Al's office and you're just about to walk in. Did you have any idea at that point, just how much of an impact that 30 seconds would have on the, on the rest of your career?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't even know there was cameras in there. I had no idea that I was going to even be on Netflix like that. Um, I didn't, there was a camera guy, Al's office stretches sideways. So like, if I was looking at you here, and you like next to your bed over there, if there was a camera guy, you know, like, I didn't know he was in there, you know, I came in, like, just ready to, to rock and roll. And and I didn't know I was just really trying to bring a new character, the certified character. You know, the the, the what I've been working is like, <clears throat> I, I, I got certified before I came to OVW, but I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have I had different gear, you know, Doug's the one that really like, he brought me to the gym and he said, Luke, he said, I like certified. He said, but we need to find a way to make it mean something, you know? And I, he gave me suggestions on how to do that. You know, I'm not gonna give my secrets away, but you know, he told me how to, how to really bring everything together. And he, and Doug told me like, you know, put on a suit, man. He's like, get some jewelry. And he's like, send me a picture. And then, and then I sent him a picture and I was like, how's it look, you know? And he's like, all right, now you got to go cut a promo on Al. And I said, oh, shit, I got to go cut a promo now. He said, that's the last thing you have to do. And he taught me something very, very, very important that day, man. When you want something in professional wrestling, and I haven't got the things I want, so. But when you want something, you cut a promo. Like, that's how you get what you want in this. I've cut a promo on Paul Heyman, you know, to his face in a, in, in backstage at WWE. Like, hey, bro, I need a job. This is who I am. This is who I used to be. This is who I can be. You know, and, and I didn't get a job or a tryout, but Paul Heyman shakes my hand every time he sees me, you know. He says, nice suit or whatever it is, because he remembers me. And at the end of the day, I guess that's really what it's all about, just being remembered and being exciting and entertaining. And, yeah, that, that moment right there, I mean, that definitely, yeah,
0: changed the course for me, for sure. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news.
1: luke curtis can't believe it came in at number 30 and stole the thing the nwa world heavyweight championship may very well be
2: certified obviously ovw really helped help has helped you and continues to help you find you and that's kind of where you've been stationed but since the netflix show what has been how has it changed your perception outside of ovw have more doors opened have more conversations begun
1: um yeah i would definitely say so i feel like you know the wrestling you know bubble i'm not saying the fans necessarily more of maybe talent or people higher up or wherever they work you know wrestlers don't want to see other wrestlers do well no matter how many times they go on twitter and say oh that's my boy You know, human nature makes someone want to be here. If you're here, it makes you want to be there, there. That's just human nature. And the wrestling business is not as supportive as it should be of other products. You look at like, you know, Monster Factory, you know, not getting renewed for a second season. Um, You look at wrestlers, like not getting the, the, the amount of viewership that it should have got, you know? But granted, there was a huge push behind it. And we had so many people, like we really did have great, great, great support. And I feel like people don't want to see us necessarily do well until there's an opportunity for them to be a part of it. Now that we have Mickey James coming in, now that we have McFoley coming in, you know, now that we have we've had QT in the building, we've had so many people at OVW come through the doors already. And and we have a new ownership group. Like so all of these things for OVW specifically, but outside of OVW, um, yes, it's it's definitely opened a lot more doors for me for sure. I mean, um, conversations uh i wouldn't say conversations um because i'm not really pursuing that like that right now I, I i feel like you know i was just talking to somebody about this the other day they're like um you know this is honestly how i feel about it, i'll tell you right now so they're like hey man you know when you go to wwe or whatever it is blah, blah blah that's how people talk to me like oh you're going to wwe you're going kid you're going you know i'm like listen man that's not a guarantee you know and they're like why is that not guaranteed and like, because I believe wrestling is a finicky business and that's just the way life is sometimes. Not everything works out for everybody the way they want it to. But I'm not pursuing that because like I told Joe, they know where to find me, bro, WWE, they know me. And I know that for a fact, man. And and I know that there's somebody at WWE is going to watch this interview you know, like they know me, bro. They watch OVW. They know exactly where to find me. I've worked for them many times already. I've Triple H has looked at me like a piece of candy. He looked right at me like many, many times. Like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? I know he looked at me like if that, I wonder what it'd be like if that guy was here. And if I was there, I would tear that place down. But, but that's besides the point, like they know where to find me. I've done plenty of work there and I've spoken to Al about this and, you know, you get a lot of direction in professional wrestling and there's not a lot of people that you can necessarily trust. I trust Al a hundred percent. And, you know, like Al says, like, you know, I think that you should focus on like making yourself a star and like focus on what you're doing right now and making yourself a star. And I told Joe, and, and and it was funny because when I was talking to Joe, he was like, what did Al tell you? Because I said, I spoke to Al about this. And he said, what did Al tell you? Just like, you know, stay here or whatever, blah, 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 make yourself a star. And I said, yeah, that is what Al told me, Joe. And I said, he's right. And I said, you know how I know Al is right? Because that was like eight months ago when I asked Al that. I didn't even have the hair yet. I still had the short hair. Like I was it, if you watch my work now to my work six months ago, four months ago, three months ago, like it's just every time it just exponentially goes up you know so like i was right like the person even that i'm gonna be like i'm about to have an opportunity february 15th for the nwa world's championships this version of certified luke curtis right next year at this same time i won't even be the same person if i show you pictures of me 10 years ago you would look at me and think that's not you it looks like i killed someone and stole their identity (laughs) you know because i've made so much improvement and, and, and I talk about that all the time at, at OVW specifically, and, and, and a lot of wrestling companies, I, not a lot of people have made the progress that I've made in the amount of time that I have. Like I am really hustling to make myself somebody in this shit. And I used to be a drug addict. I used to be a drunk for many, many years. And like, I tell people all the time, this is my second chance. This is legit. My second chance to be somebody. So I take this so seriously, Tom, so serious. And so many people will tell you that they do the same thing and they do not. They do not study their wrestling. They do not go to training. They do not go to the gym. They don't eat right. They don't tan. They don't have good gear. There's so many things that goes into being a professional wrestler and taking it serious. This is a performer, bro. This is a performance. This is art in the same way that you have a musician in the same way that you have a painter professional wrestling is art, but the standard is so fucking low for the, for the craft. They just let anybody do it. It'd be like if they, they put a children's painting next to Picasso. That's what wrestling has a lot of time. You'll have legit stars in the ring with nobody in a Hawaiian t-shirt. But the 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 crowd likes or whatever it is like i'm telling you man like it's it's a very low like like entry level to being a professional wrestling superstar anybody could be a superstar these days and and that's a problem man you know like i you have to be a special type of person to do this shit the right way like professional wrestling's crazy you know, there's so many things that go into it. And you have to study and you have to live, eat, breathe. You have to do it 24-7. You know, like I tell people all the time, well, well, you want to be a professional wrestler? When you were on the toilet this morning, what were you watching? Were you watching wrestling matches on YouTube? Or were you checking your Instagram? You know what I'm saying? Because if you really want to be good at wrestling, you need to be shitting and watching wrestling. Like, that's just what it is, bro. <laughs> that's what it is, you know? <laughs> if we I- get if we get
2: 50%, 15% of the passion that you've given us in the last three minutes, we are most definitely getting an NWA world's heavyweight title change <laughs> at the Davis arena in two in February. Oh my days. Look, Feb 15th. It's going to be on Triller formerly fight TV live uh, from the Davis OVW.
1: Which uh, is also, you know, it's also streaming on YouTube and Facebook um we're streaming live on youtube now so that's where a lot of people are watching it also you can engage in the chat so that's the beautiful thing about it you know you could talk shit about us or you could say you love us you know <laughs> you could talk about how fat one of the boys is and how shitty their gear is go ahead do it bro if they're fat and they got shitty gear if you're a fan jump in there and let them know hey that guy's fat and got shitty gear because maybe <laughs> they'll change it so i love the live chat but if you jump in there and you say you love me then say you love me i mean that's how you got to do it. But yeah. So YouTube trailer, Facebook, but yes, I'm sorry. Keep going.
2: No, no. We love you. We love you. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> we have, the, there is, there's nobody that brings the energy quite like you. And, and from the moment that we saw you, really, for a lot of people, they saw you for the first time doing your thing on Netflix through wrestlers. I know that, uh, you, you know, you threw yourself into it many years before that. But uh, it's incredible to see how you have carried, how that rocket has, has carried you and how you have steered it to where you are today. And that is on you, sir. And uh, we're super grateful uh, to, to hear from you today. And if people want to find out everything that you're up to, where can they go,
1: Luke? Okay, so if you want to follow me, um, if you want to follow Layla, it's easy by following me. Go to uh, Instagram. I'm certified Luke Curtis, all one word with a K, Curtis with a K, certified Luke Curtis. Um, TikTok, I think it's certified Luke Curtis, too. Um, My Facebook page is Luke Curtis um uh, follow me on there youtube certified luke curtis subscribe to my channel i'm trying to get my watch hours up i already got my 500 subs so i'm halfway to my little half um um monetization thing so let's get me to 100,000 subscribers let's give me my watch hours come on guys what's wrong with you all my matches are on there um well at least some of the good ones um and if you hate my matches tell me you hate my matches go on there. tell me you hate them i don't care bro i don't wrestle for you fans i don't care tell me you hate them just watch them so um and then uh, uh uh twitter it's certified lk because apparently twitter doesn't let you use as many characters as every other platform so twitter you get one of those but <laughs> yeah certified lk on twitter
2: if you need any of those links if you're listening to the podcast you can look on the description and everything is there for you uh luke we wish you nothing but the best for feb 15th and onwards to a fantastic very certified 2024 sir
1: yeah thank you tom